I'm telling you, gossip is the devil's radio station. Make sure you're not the DJ. Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Laugh Again with Phil Calloway. There's an old country expression that says, she has tongue enough for 10 teeth. <laughs> well, I think we've all been guilty of talking too much. Gossip is like butter. People love to spread it. Have you heard any rumors lately? I'll tell you the latest rumor about me in a minute, but first, here are a few of my favorite actual rumors passed around. I promise I'm not making them up. When I was in elementary school, says Jean, the popular girls spread a rumor that when I drank from the water fountain, I put my mouth around the entire spout. Ah, I don't even know how you'd do that. Martin arrived at work one day and noticed that everyone was shocked to see him. He later learned that a co-worker spread a rumor saying he had thrown a fit and quit the day before. Ah, the old quit-fit rumor. When Anne was in high school, a girl on her softball team told her dad that she had put a hamster in their microwave. When dad came to confront her about it, she said, Dad, we don't even have a hamster, and we have never had one. Brent says, when I was in middle school, someone started a rumor that I was a robot. It wasn't true. I just happened to be awkward and good at math. <laughs> Chad was sick for a week, but his older brother told his classmates that he had been run over by a milk float. A milk float? I don't know what that is. Tabloids survive on rumor and hearsay, but despite the headlines, Nicolas Cage is not a time-traveling vampire. George Washington did not wear wooden teeth, nor will downing pop rocks with Coca-Cola cause your stomach to explode, though it likely should. Rumors. Karen is a friend of ours. One recent Sunday before church, she came to my wife and me and said, a little sheepishly, I'm so glad to see you together. In unison, we both asked, how come? She said, I heard you were divorced. Someone called to tell me. Whoa, seriously? Yes, seriously. I said, well, we did have a pretty decent argument this week about where we were going to spend our 40th wedding anniversary and about where Ramona put the car keys. But we're doing real well. Tell the someone that. And Karen said, I already did. What a friend. For a small muscle, the tongue can do a world of damage. It helps us taste and eat and swallow, but it can also be party to some nasty activities. With the tongue, we flatter, which is saying something to someone's face that we wouldn't say behind their back. With the tongue, we gossip, which is saying something behind someone's back that we wouldn't say to their face. Strange how we point out flaws in others to make us feel better about ourselves. Odd how we think we can build ourselves up by tearing others down. Always remember, he who gossips to you, gossips about you. I think we all need a keen sense of humor, not a keen sense of rumor. Because the tongue can be a big-time joy sucker. It can criticize and complain, fault-find and judge. But here's the good news. It doesn't have to be that way. The tongue, when given over to God and controlled by the Spirit, can build and shape and inspire. My tongue will proclaim your righteousness, wrote King David, your praises all day long. Colossians adds, let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt. God made our tongues with his help. Let's use them to bring healing, life, and joy to others. And by the way, we did find those car keys. They were in my pocket. 
Need a little refresh of the life-giving hope we have in Jesus? This month, we're offering a new devotional booklet called Quiet Spaces for Passion Week, courtesy of our friends at Back to the Bible Canada. It will deepen your reflections on the power and wonder of Easter as it takes you through the events of Passion Week. Request your free copy now at laughagain.ca or call 1-800-663-2425. Laugh Again, truth bringing laughter to life.